Hey everybody, it's me again. This is Anthony Wilson welcoming you to episode 108 of the Complete Player Podcast. Uh, as always, I'm joined by my uh, my my co-host and my dear friend, David Galvez. Galvez, how are you doing uh, this early uh, Tuesday afternoon? Not good, man. Not good at all. What's the problem, man? Um, well, um, I haven't worked since Friday, so that's five days off. I'm bored as hell. I'm trying not to be that guy that's complaining while he's in his house with Wi-Fi and cable and with Netflix. But, you know, it's, it's funny, though. Like, I get when people say, like, like a month ago, people just wanted to be home. And then now that the city's on lockdown, everybody wants to go out funny how your brain works yeah it's really uh it's really strange times uh we've never uh, been in times like this before um i think your your hours got cut completely right yeah i'm i'm completely done till may hopefully um may 20th hopefully (laughs) they they shut the hotel down until may 20th yep sorry i didn't mean to say what you well that's what that's what the that's what the city or the state said like for at least eight weeks so this is week i still worked last week tuesday wednesday thursday last week was a yeah pretty much this is the first week that it's officially shut down damn and it's funny though like i'll tell you like last week like i couldn't wait to get home and just play uh, call of duty ps4 or fifa whatever and now that i have all day to play i don't want to even turn that shit on yeah, um, it's yeah, it, it's like a metric on you. Like I was saying, like this is what I do all the time. It's nothing. I at, yeah. I see. It's funny because there's the people that I really hang out with, the people closest to me. They're still working or they're still getting paid. So for them to go to the market and buy some steaks and do a barbecue and buy shrimp is nothing to them because they're still they still have a payroll coming in. Like I just filed for unemployment yesterday. So it takes 10 days to process and whatever. I'm on my way to to Washington, D.C. to go pick up that check from Trump personally. He <laughs> yeah. don't, don't got to mail it to me. Nasty Pelosi and those damn de- Democrats are messing up everybody's money. Um, yeah. Being petty. And, um, and uh, then also, um, yeah, man, it, it sucks. It, it really fucking sucks, man. I mean, I really, I, I actually feel bad for like the people that that have kids and you know they, they don't, you know, they got to take care of those damn kids now. <laughs> yeah, like I was telling you yesterday, you know, people are acting like they've never been at home with their kids before. I mean, Jesus Christ! I guess people like you know, when we were coming up, yeah. we were in the house. I mean, you had to spend time with your family. I guess people, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, but people, kids don't stay at home during the summer and stuff. Like, they're just all, it's all, it's constant, like. Well, remember, parents are working during the summer. So, they, right. they literally, there's, like, unless you're, like, a teacher or you have a seasonal job, then that's different. But, like, for people like me that work from January to December, if I were to have kids, I wouldn't be with them all day, every day either. Right. Kids are annoying, man. Kids are fucking annoying. I'm 
but yeah, man, it's uh, it's these these are these are not good times, you know. But the good thing is that the world right now is on edge, waiting for the newest episode of, of the Complete Player Podcast. This is the one thing that's giving them hope. Yeah, I was just about getting ready to go go uh to go at it alone this week. Um, I know you said yesterday that we could do it in the morning, but then I was like, you know, because really at first I was like, you know, you were like a hostage, but then you started coming up with like ideas and stuff. And I was like, so maybe he really is, you know, into this. And so, you know, I decided to give you a call just to give you the opportunity to record, you know, and you actually called back, you know, so here we are. Um, Is before, first of all, I want to say, please rate and review uh, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes uh, to help get us listed and get us so that we can become, you know, up there with the Joe Rogan podcast, or the, the Joe Rogan experience, and the Adam Carolla yeah. uh, podcast, and the podcast like that. Right, Galvis? <laughs> and before we get off this uh, devastating topic of the coronavirus, please just fucking stay home, man. Just stay home. So that way, by May, hopefully, we can start returning to normal and yeah, but going to the beach, forget going out on your little stupid hike, you know, so you can post pictures on, on Instagram or, or Snapchat about how active you are and and how 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 you ran three miles in under 10 minutes. Nobody cares. Nobody really cares. Just stay home. That's right. Um, so... Um, what you got for a second? Yeah, you know, I, I was I decided that I want to. I mean, you know, Gal has always told me like, or used to tell me like Wilson. He said, you know, he said I don't understand something about you, and the thing that he didn't understand was how I would, why I would keep doing the same thing over and over again, in regards to the podcast, even though it clearly wasn't working. And so, you know, basically, you know, why would I keep you know doing the podcast the same way when it's clearly it's clearly not working. So I decided I would just do like, a, you know, another 8 million podcasts out there and maybe try to make this a, like a, a movie review podcast, like of old, like, a, you know, just whatever, just random movies. And so you know, I was talking to Galvis right before we went live. I said, you know, Galvis, what movie, you know, can you talk about? He said, let's do Superbad. You know, that's both you know, of our, um, you know, our favorite, uh, you know, movies. I've talked about Superbad on the podcast before. But I don't think it was like a full, you know, it was, you know, it was more like me just, uh, it was making another point. I used the movie to make the point or whatever. But yeah, Galvez, uh, Superbad came out in, uh, in 2007. Uh, it starred, uh, it was directed by, uh, Greg uh, Matola and produced by Judd Apatow when Judd Apatow was in the middle of that crazy, you know, streak he had with the, uh, Anchorman, 40 year old virgin and Superbad and all that. An all-time great run of comedy films, stars uh, Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah, and of course the great um, uh, what's his name, Michael, Michael, My- Christopher Mintz Plasse as as the great Fogel or McLovin. Uh, Bill, Bill Hader and, Ro- and Rogan were in the film. Also Emma Stone, I think that was like her uh, first big role. Uh, Martha McIsaac as uh, Becca, uh, she was you know hot in that movie. Um, so Galvis, you know, I know that, like I said, you know, it's, uh, both of us love that movie. It's one of our, you know, favorite movies. Um, just what is your, you know, I mean, 
like what what to you what makes super bad such a great uh film the the best thing for me personally about super bad is that it's a movie that every 15 to well 14 to 17 year old can relate because not like the the popular quarterback or the popular football player or basketball player that was only like the 1%, right? So it was it was a movie that we could all relate to, you know, from the beginning from when they when when uh when Seth's picking up Evan, the conversations they're having. I mean, they really like made it so like to the teeth like how high school kids are, you know? And um yeah, every pretty much that's the one thing that uh like I said, every every kid can relate to, man. It's a movie about, you know, talking shit, lying about what they really did on the weekend and how many girls they slept with, you know? Yes. Uh just a like a really like heartwarming you know, it's really like a bittersweet kinda like, you know, uh, like the relationship between Seth and uh, and Evan is the um, like really the gist and the heart of the of the movie. Um, but it's um, like I was just saying because they're just they're just kind of random like awkward um, high school kids. And you know, I wasn't like this. Like when I was in high school, I wasn't even thinking about you know getting laid and all kind of stuff like that because I went to a, a, an all boys uh, high school. I mean, that's not really an excuse. <laughs> my, my classmates were trying to get laid, but I, uh, yeah. I, like, but then I, you, but then you went to college right after. And obviously, you know, I mean, I still wasn't trying to get laid, <laughs> but, um, you know, like, I mean, that's, that's what it's like. You, when you, you know, first starting it, you know, you know, experiment and you're trying to get your, you know, you're trying to, you know, lose your V, your V card, so to speak, and um, you know, like like I was just saying, you know, if you're the jock or the cool guy or whatever, like you know, like if he said that's the one percent, but Seth and Evan and McLovin, they're like your average awkward, you know, high school kids. You know, it's different from girls. You know, girls have, you know, that uh, it's kind of like an inbuilt uh, like power, you know, that they have. But for guys, it's just yeah. really like it's, it's a lot harder, you know. So it's, yeah. it's and even even like it's not it's it's they, the way the way they act is kind of awkward, but the the plot behind it is not awkward, you know. It's it's um you know it's like I said, it's just it's a movie that most I would say. I want to give a high percentage, like a good 80% of high school kids live through that. Maybe not specifically those, like, um, what they went through, but the overall, you know, movie, you know, trying to get the girl, trying to impress her, you know, Seth, um, Seth went through, you know, hell and back just to get beer to, um, you know, just to uh, impress, you know, that one chick. What was her name? The um. It was um. The Emma Stone. She was Jules. Emma Stone. Jules. Yeah, Jules. 
even in class, like, you know, when they're in the, um, when they're in the, uh, home ec class, mm-hmm. like, just the stupid thing, like, when he was acting like he was, you know, having sex with her, with the eggs and all that, like, it's mm-hmm. just a little stuff, like, that's what guys do, you know? Yeah. You know, I was kind of, like, um, like, you would, like, like, you would buy, you would buy shoes, you would buy clothes just to, just to, you know, impress some chick, you know? Yeah. Like, I saw, I saw me, you know, a while back, and it said, um, you know, when you had a fresh outfit, and you went up to go sharpen your pencil, or you went up to go throw something away just so people would see your, your new shoes, or... So you yeah. used to do that, guy? Was used to dress up and try to be seen and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was lucky that you know my uh, my mom would usually, well, you know, for the most part, would buy me like you know the newest shoes or the newest clothes and all that. So yeah, I was. I was yeah. I, I was kind of like like I wasn't over the top about it, but you know, you had a fresh. You know, at the time, you had a fresh Sean John shirt, or you had a fresh, um, you know, you had some new shoes. You know, you would we would walk a little taller that day. Yeah. You know, I was just uh, tweeting, I think it was yesterday, about how, you know, when I was like, I was less self conscious when I was when I was younger. Like, so I, I remember one time I was in like the seventh or eighth grade, right, and we were supposed to have free dress like that week or whatever right but for, I, somehow I got the wrong day right so I showed up for school like in um in you know like in free dress on the wrong day of school right so I'm the only, I was at a Catholic school so I'm the only person at the school in in free dress and um and you know what I didn't really care because I, so I don't know like it's like I wasn't I wasn't even aware enough of myself yet to be, um, to be like embarrassed, <laughs> and, um, you know. Did, um, they, hmm? did they send you home? Yeah, I just it was, it was like before, it's like so like you know we were still like outside lined up getting ready to go in for the day, and so I just went home and, and changed because I live like right you know in the neighborhood and came right back, um, and then like I remember at Murphy, um, I used to like we we had, we had free dress once and I used to have like this gray shiny uh jordan sweatsuit and of course we didn't have girls but i still you know like i, I put on like today i wouldn't even think about doing that i would, I would think that people would like be looking at me and thinking about you know like who does this guy think he is is he trying to show off or something like that and i don't even, i don't remember if i was like you know if i was trying to like dress up and like you know <laughs> like that or if i just wasn't even thinking about it but i didn't care like i didn't i wasn't worried about what people were gonna were gonna say and these days, I'm like, I'm not like that. But I kind of like, I think about that now, like, you know, uh, in regards. I know it's pretty sad because I'm like a grown man. I'm not like a, I'm not 17 years old anymore. But <laughs> that's something I was thinking about. And then just one other thing. I remember when, you know, remember the part in the beginning um, where they go to the, um, I think it was right at the beginning when they, when, after Seth picks up um, Evan, right? And they go to like that little 7-Eleven or whatever store that was. Uh, right after that, the guy, you remember when the guy comes out and he, like, he asked, they get bullied and he asked them if they're going to come to the party and he spits on, on Seth. And, uh, you remember that part, Galvis? On Superman? Yeah. 
when they when they when they went to the um the little convenience store or whatever and and they were in the store and they came out and the guy who's there with his, his two his friends and he's like, "Hey, you guys come to the party?" And they're like, "No," or something like that. Oh, the one that he hits, he hits Seth with the car. No, when he spits, he spits on Seth. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. And where you go, yeah, yeah. Where he says, "Tell your faggot friend he can come too." <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, and Seth is like, he's like, "You didn't even help me out." He's like, "What is one supposed to do? Supposed to dive in front of the spit?" <laughs> yeah. But but like. When Seth is saying that his like the peak of his like of his sex career was like came like early on, I think he said he like he he titty banged some broad or something like that. I forgot it what it was. Or she gave him a hand job. I forgot what it was. Yeah. But you know. Then he got he got he got too much action too soon. Yeah 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 yeah. He said he was like uh, like yeah. Orson Welles, but for me yeah like I think about it now, and like the peak of my career, the one time where. I know this is gonna sound sad, but the one time where a woman like, uh, like other than going to the strip club and having to actually pay for a woman to like touch me, and I was in like the eighth grade, we were getting ready to graduate, and there was this girl named uh, I'm gonna say her name. Her name was Kara Smedley, and she just had like a kid kind of recently, but she's even like back then we were like 14 and she was like hot, you know, and she uh, why am I telling this story with her name in it? Uh, oh well, nobody listens to this. And she came over, and she even like then, like she was like fourteen, but she was wearing like you know, this poster doesn't make like a like a pedophile, but I was fourteen too, and she was wearing like you know like these like you know like jeans, and she she was one of those girls who even at at fourteen she already had a body, and she came over and she like sat on my lap, and I was like fourteen, that was like the peak of my career. <laughs> uh, you still there, Galvis? Yeah, yeah, but I mean. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, dude, we all, we've all had, like, not everybody was fucking Zach Morris in middle school, you know, or high school, like, where everybody was a ladies' man. I mean, I was lucky that I was able to muster up a few girlfriends throughout my high school career, but, you know, to say that, you know, I had broads all over me and what not, you know, I'd be lying to myself, but, um, that's the, like, I, like, I keep going back, that's the beauty about Superbad is that they made it, like, a, a girl that, a girl, a woman or a girl, whatever, that watches that movie, they might think it's just like, you know, it's just a typical stupid guy movie, right? But for, especially that movie came out right after high school so it was fresh in our mind you know and so it was just it was very refreshing you know and it was so funny because I remember when I first saw it I had seen it with a friend who was kind of similar like me right we were like socially kind of similar you know we were like you know we were cool and all that you know um but we just had a good old time watching it because, like I said, he was like, like the the infamous uh, when Evan uh, turns his back to to look at um, Becca, and he's staring at her boobs, and she looks at him, and he kind of just looks away like with a stupid look on his face. I mean, every guy 
in high school and even now, we all went through that. We've all done it. We all, you know, it's just little stuff that, like that, just, you know, it made, it made you almost feel normal, like, going through what you went through in high school. Like, you don't feel like a loser, like, oh, I'm not, I guess I'm not the only guy, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's like Seth and, and Evan, they were the heart of the movie. But McLovin was kind of like the, he was kind of, he was like the Dennis Rodman on the Bulls, you know? Like, he he was the person who really took it to the top and made it an all-time classic. Like, it, it would have been good enough without him, but with him, he took it to just a completely another level. The character of McLovin was instantly like a rock star, like, memorable all-time character. Um, you know, what, what were some of your favorite McLovin parts? Yeah. I know I put you on the spot. Wait, what? I said, what were some of your favorite McLovin parts? Um, the, the best McLovin part was when he's gonna, he's gonna sleep with the girl at the party mm-hmm. and like, he's actually gonna hook up with her. And I think if I'm not mistaken, when he finally quote unquote puts it in, she, he goes, it's in. And she's like, huh? What? Like, you know, the the nervous, like, that he was, you know? Mm-hmm. Every guy's first time, you can relate to that as well. Yeah, um, he had a lot of great uh, parts. Um, that was good that you were able to come up with something on the spot when I just asked him randomly. Um, you know, of course, the part where he goes to get the ID, and he's like, oh yeah, he's like, I don't, he's like, like he can't, he ends up coming up with, with one, you know, the one name, and you know, and Seth's like, who are you, Seal? You know, yeah, yeah like yeah, a yeah. Scottish, uh, a Scottish R and B singer or something like that. Yeah, uh, not an Irish R and B singer. An Irish R and B singer. Yeah, he's um, like, well, it's either that or Muhammad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, but you know, it's crazy because literally without like. All three of them, even though the movie more focuses on Seth, probably more than Evan. Like, if I had to rate the importance of characters, it would be Seth, Evan, then Vogel. But each of them are just as important if you really think about it. Yeah, they they, they complete. You know, with, with like I said, you know, uh, without McLovin, it's not it's not the same. Without with Evan, I, it's not I, the same. You know, I never. See, the, the thing for me about Superbad is, and I'll be honest with you, it started so good, and it started good so good that it was almost impossible to, to keep that level of, like, engagement. And, like, I'll be honest with you, to me, personally, the movie kind of gets a little boring towards the end, towards the middle. Like, mm-hmm. when, like, when they're at the party... And when they're just kind of like right after Evan, I mean, right after McFogel gets jumped at the liquor store, from then until the actual party, it's almost like you could take that whole part out and it doesn't really affect the movie. Yeah. Um, do I do? I like And I didn't really. I didn't really like the ending either. It kind of left you wanting more. I don't know if that was done purposely. 
Um, maybe they left it like that because they were gonna maybe do a super bad two when they actually go to college, you know? Um, but the way they kind of just walk off in the mall, like it's almost kind of like, okay, so what happened? Did, did Seth and um, uh, Jules end up hooking up or did they end up being boyfriend and girlfriend for the summer? Um, you know, it, it 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 ended like there was supposed to be a super bad too. Like there was a lot of, you know. Yeah, it was a strange end. It ended kind of like abruptly. Like it, like yeah. it kind of just fell off a cliff. Like it was like you know, I don't know. I guess the yeah. real, I don't know. It it's was, almost like when you, it's almost like when you end the podcast, right? Like you're just talking to. All right, so that's all we have. All right, so see you next week. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly like, what it's like. Um, yeah, like. Like those are a lot of questions that they they should have they really should have done a super bad too, man. They should have done one where like like Seth goes to visit them for for the summer, like you know, kind of like a like an American Pie, the second one where they do the beach house. Mm-hmm. They should have done something like that right that summer. They should have done a super bad too, like the summer leading up to college, and it would have. You know, you would have had some type of closure. Like I'm saying, like, what does the Seth end up hooking up with Jules? Yeah. Um, and I think I, I was reading, like, they were doing, like, an oral history of the movie uh, on The Ringer. And they were saying that, um, I don't know if it was, or maybe it wasn't The Ringer. I don't know about it. But there was a, the, the, the topic of them doing a sequel. And basically, I don't remember who was talking about it. Maybe it was. I probably think it was Seth Rogen, uh, but basically he was saying that you know it was it wouldn't be I guess it wouldn't be like authentic really, uh, if I remember correctly what he was saying, like because you know that movie was based on you know uh, you know him and um, and Gold and Evan Goldberg, and, uh, you know because they were really um, you know they were real life you know friends, and that was their experience, and they were doing it they were coming from like an honest place when they made that movie. But to just make a sequel when it's not really like you know organic, um, I guess they feel like that wasn't the you know like the the right move. Um, but you know some things I'm, like I'm pretty sure like if they were I mean wouldn't have those guys ever made a movie that wasn't a good movie. But at the same time, sometimes it's better to just leave things like you know not even risk it. Like it's like a classic you know perfect movie. You know maybe just maybe just leave it like it is. You know. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of the scene. There's it it so many funny parts of that movie, man. You know. Um, you know. Yeah. You know what? What did uh, what did Seth say, Galvez, to um, to Evan on the on the soccer field? See what. <laughs> oh, dude. I mean, that's the thing. Like, there's so many memorable lines. Like, she wants my she wants my dick in and around her mouth, and you know. That's like I'm saying, like. That build-up, the first, like, 30 minutes of the movie is just so hilarious. Like, every every scene is, like, a, like a masterpiece for high school kids. Like, and then it kind of just, you know? And, like, remember when he, when they go to the store and, and, and Evan gets the lube? <laughs> and he's like... He's like, dude, why do you have lube? Like, yeah. <laughs> bro, like, that's, that's not an old lady. That's some psycho shit, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
I'm trying to think, bro. Well, the part, that part in the, um, in the, what you call it, in the, in the parking lot, uh, when, when McLovin has on that, he has on that vest. I don't know, bro. I'm drawing like a blank. I can't, I can't, I should have been more. Oh, he seems like he looks like Aladdin. Yeah, but I, there was something, there was another part of that that was like super funny to me and I just can't, uh, uh yeah. I was like, well, what are you going to leave me? I forget, oh, forget, man. But, um. Yeah, man, super bad and all-time great uh, film. Yeah. And we're just about at the 30-minute mark now. I know Galvez has to um, has to go somewhere. Um, so I don't know, Galvez. I yeah. guess that's it for this week, you know? Yeah, hopefully, um, you know, by next week we have some, some clarity on, on the situation. While the world is on hold, um, you know, but <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah. you know, uh, again, uh, please rate and review, and subscribe to the uh, to the podcast. And yes, um, please do that. Please iTunes. support Wilson in this quest to overtake Adam Carolla and Joe Rogan in the podcast world. Ben Shapiro, we're coming for you, buddy. Pardon my take, we're coming for you. So yeah, um, the rewatchables, we're coming for you, buddy. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So um, yeah. All right, Galvez. Thanks, man. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you. We'll talk, yeah. I mean, I talk to Galvez every day. I don't know if he's gonna be calling me during this quarantine when he's off work, but yeah. Um, everybody. Uh, as I said every time, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time if there is a next time. Goodbye. All right, Wilson.